0: Når byen derinde får lysene på og arbejdsdagen så småt går i stå så er jeg med sådan omkring klokken fem Jeg kører mig en tur langs med havnen Jeg må rundt og se hvad der sker Jeg kan ikke forklare nøjagtigt hvorfor Det er nærmest sådan bare Ja, det så som en slags indeklemt længsel, ligesom en der har siddet i fængsel og så pludselig mærker, at nu er han fri. Sådan tænker jeg altid, når dagen er forbi.
1: So Antoine, <laughs> what is the Harbo Festival?
2: Well the Harbo Festival. Kold Kulturharm is a festival that celebrates the harbour of Kopning um, that everyone everybody knows I think at least in the summer uh, so it's it's an old industrial harbour where back in the days uh, there were a lot of big ships uh, coming to Copenhagen and uh, with their boats, uh like uh, what's it call uh, goods and everything that would they would charge on the boat and was discharged here in Copenhagen. Uh, but at some point those boats they were they were gone so uh, the city of Copenhagen had a lot of space like close to the water and uh, at some point uh, the municipality thought that it could be nice to also, to get a bit of money uh, <laughs> to sell some of the, the the parts that were close to the water. Um, that's what you have here in the Kalvifjörgu Kalvetbo- uh, uh, on the other side of Icenfjörður. You have this those buildings. They were, I think, built in the in the 80s. That's where Kúmneng uh, was close to go bankrupt. Uh, that the city made uh, quick money, uh, and that's uh, where all those. Uh, big buildings uh, arrived but at some point the city of Copenhagen also thought like maybe it would be nice to give some of this space, the, those square meters to Copenhageners and in order to not just have buildings everywhere but also to have like public space uh, and that's where I think it's yeah, in the I would say in the 90s where people talked about like maybe building a park somewhere. This, 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 the, it, that's what they, they did with Islensbrue, uh, where we have the Park, uh, which is very popular, mm. uh, been popular for the last two decades or more. And then, like, I think that's where... Like, um, I'm French, so I moved to Copenhagen only like eight years ago, so I don't know everything about Copenhagen, but I just know that it's like this ambition from the city of Copenhagen to make the, the water more accessible, to more like open to everyone, and to mm, also make the water like clean. So they also spend a lot of uh, money and time and everything on cleaning this water uh, in the in the 80s, 90s, uh, so that we, uh, Copenhagen, can use it, swim in it, uh, mm-hmm. and do all sorts of sports, right? And that's in the beginning of the 2000, 2001, 20 years ago, that some people in the municipality thought that maybe it would be nice also to have a some sort of celebration of yes, the hub of Gothenburg, but also all the good, exciting uh, cultural life, uh, association life uh, in, from the city of Gothenburg, and like try to give them some sort of platform, like a place where they can also show what they can and what they do, uh, some sort of yeah, big showcase of uh, associations and everything. Uh, so that's where it started, like uh, yeah, 20 years ago, where here in Islandsbro there were plenty of associations from like a lot of sports, like uh, sport clubs and that kind of stuff, dance, salsa, all that. Uh, it's all of a sudden it was accessible, it was open to everyone and every uh, Copenhagen, Copenhagener could just come and try it and be maybe inspired. Um, so that's the, the, the st- how it started, um, the Harbour Festival. And I mean, what was interesting for the for city it was mainly a, like I would say, association festival, like a, like a, some sort of big party where all sorts of associations could come and show uh, what they what they do, what they can. But also there is all this agenda, uh, like with the harbor and making it more cleaner, like and more accessible, and of course because there are so many uh, like empty spaces or buildings that along this like a transformation of the harbor then a lot of new spaces appeared like public spaces and um, and that's a transformation that has been going on for now 20 years Mm. if not more maybe 30 right where at some point there was only one harbor bath uh, in Copenhagen harbor now Mm. now I think there are 10 I mean it's a combination of harbor bath and some sort of like what we call bathing where was the
1: first harbor bath was that up here
2: I I mean if I know the story right. Um, that's the one w- that is at Fisketal right now. Ah, but yeah. before, back in the days, it was at Islensbrugge. Ah. So they moved it. Um, so they created, they built the, the first one Fiskertor, at at Islensbrugge. And then they built the new fancy one. <laughs> fancy. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, that everyone knows because it was just a bit bigger and yeah, uh, better for uh, also kids and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they moved the one, uh, this, the, the old one to Um And then after that, they built also one in Sludseholm, in Sludseholm, in and then yeah. appeared those bathing zones or areas where it's not a like, it's some sort of almost the same concept, but it's just more like, how do you say like, like just some sort of floating, uh, what is called uh, like this thing on the water that marks the bathing area yeah. where the city of Copenhagen kind of uh, uh, like check the water uh, the quality of the water and say okay this is a good place for swimming because here the water is clean and then you have very few chances to get sick or get in trouble because okay. sometimes it can be some places it can be a bit dangerous to to swim in the uh, in the harbor that's why actually it's only allowed to to swim and you i mean swim in the harbor o- in those uh, areas in those 10 facilities in Copenhagen Harbor but i mean i know that our colleagues in the, in the city of Copenhagen they actually are working on more bathing areas i mean Copenhagen love their harbor yeah so they just use it all the time and which is great but it's also the existing facilities are also a bit under pressure in a way because it, they are so popular that, and pe- like the city of Copenhagen cannot really provide like because the demand is really big and mm. we o- we also know that Copenhageners actually swim everywhere in the harbor. They don't really care of if it's a bathing area or not. Um, so, in the city of Copenhagen we want to to make it safer and better for for everyone, right? So that's why there are more bathing areas to come. Yeah, but yeah, just back to this harbor festival uh so it also kind of followed the transformation of the harbor because for uh, kulturraum it was also interesting to be uh, to like on the places where okay we could see there is something happening south of göpning uh, harbor like sydhavn could see okay now there is a new uh, harbour path for example, and then sometimes you just have a nice piece of land with grass and all that kind of a, in a nice cozy way, and this is also public space that can be used for uh, leisure activities, sport or uh, culture or yeah dance you name it. So it's also been for us like a like okay where is it exciting to be where wh- what is happening in the harbour? For example, this year we are at Oyentai this is the first time we're mm. there but this it's the first time because now it's possible to be there because this, the metro station like square uh, it's done yeah. and we n- can now use it uh, for other stuff like cultural activities right so for us it's also very interesting to be not that we have to be front movers but like also be there when there's where there's not so much happening yet but also try to see okay because there are tons of associations in Kopening. And or sometimes they just need some place to be and then we provide them in a way I say this could be an interesting place to be or try some new stuff here on that little square which is officially just a square next to the metro station so it's not like it's been necessarily like uh, designed as a cultural space but we also think that's quite interesting to to try some activities and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. It's also quite interesting that we have a possibility to try some stuff out and also yeah, and it can be grass, it can be asphalt, it can be uh, all sorts of uh, surface but uh, yeah, try to also look at how those new public spaces also interact with the water. Because mm. I think that's what uh, one thing that the city of Copenhagen has been really good at is also making the, the water more accessible. Because back in the days it was, the docks were really like high, like yeah. you, you would have two meters down to the water. And I mean, it's nice to be next to the water. You can always sit there, but it's hard to use it. Yeah. So that's why you also have a lot of places now, some sort of wooden like terraces or bridges or where people sit. And, that's a very normal thing like as human beings we love to be close to water like you would see that in every cities on earth like people just love being close to water and that you can definitely see that in Copenhagen that and i think that's really great because i think it's also the harbor of Copenhagen is really what we that something that belongs to every everyone here i mean in Copenhagen you would have Ostopro, Vestopro, Nordbro, Arma, those are like neighborhoods with a strong identity, I would say. But then the harbour of Copenhagen is actually everyone's harbour, you know, um, which is something I really like, I like working with Kulturan, because this is what connects the city, right, in a way. Of course, you have all the bridges, but this is what makes Copenhagen a cool city as well, mm. you know, like this harbour, this water that is just so clean, so accessible, so you can just use it at, in any ways almost, right? And uh, I think that's So that's what we try to to do with cultural, like showing to Copenhageners that there are a lot of options, a lot of possibilities. It's not only about swimming or drinking coffee next to water. It's also (laughs) about... uh, interacting with that's why we also have some performances that are on the water or next to the water also because we see that sometimes just very beautiful background background for for our activities just to have the water and maybe a sunset or maybe a a, yeah new buildings and all that so so that's the basically what we are trying to achieve with this year's festival and after 20 years like try to be as not as many places as possible but at least on some places new public spaces that we think are very interesting and trying to give them a bit uh, of like a spotlight and uh, yeah for t- three days and to show just Copenhageners hey this is also a public space you can mm. use and like to try to inspire them um, so yeah that was yeah, the no. longer uh, answer to your question
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, well uh, I love yeah it, it's, it's super interesting also to hear like a that there's actually been something done because it used to be so industrial for us, uh, the whole harbor. Um, and now there's so many new spots that I still need to explore, we need to explore. Um, so you've been uh, at Kulturharm for six years? Yeah. yeah. And um, within these six years, y- y- you both just told us that we you now have... Uh, record high of spots during the harper festival 21 was it 27 27 yeah. yeah and you started with just one spot
2: yeah 20 years ago it was one spot yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so the evolution of the Kulturhound you could say is 27 times better <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah uh, i mean we try also i mean it's not only about the quantity. Of no. course, uh, it's not a it's not a competition. We also want to have quality. So we always, when we made the program with Esther, we always like looked. Okay, does it make sense to do it here? Because sometimes it it also makes sense to pool some activities in one at one location, right? But uh, I mean, it's also because of uh, the open call we had this year. I mean, we did pick some locations, like some spots where like this is interesting. But also, we were quite open. Uh, when we say, hey, if you want to be part of a festival, you can just send an application, and you're very welcome to also pick a location. Uh, making events in public space is not always easy. Uh, sometimes it would be much easier to do it in a culture house or in a library, but we also fi- find it very exciting. It's yeah, it's not without challenges, because maybe it might rain a bit this weekend. Uh, we don't know. Uh, so, of course, if it rains, it, it, it is more complicated, right? But So, locations, yeah, I mean... It's not a goal in itself, but uh, for us... But you us could
3: also say that uh, the evolution of the festival has followed the evolution of the harbour. Definitely. That 20 years ago, I didn't live in Copenhagen at that point, but I assumed that Islens was actually one of the only spaces in the harbour that was really recreational, that you would actually go and enjoy yourself. Mm. Um I, I know it's not completely true, but that was the famous one, right? Mm. And now you have so many places in the harbor where you can sit and have a quiet moment, or you can go and have a ball. like it's 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 full of these spots. Um, and I think that's also one we want to underline with uh, having twenty seven locations that um, yeah, there's plenty of places to explore.
1: What's your favorite place in the Hava, in Copenhagen? Favorite spot?
2: I would say... I would say Slusen.
3: I, I wanted to say that too. Uh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Is it's that also because, because you work there? We <laughs> also have our
2: office there, but it's just beautiful because okay. it's... Well, I think that is beautiful because it's where the old Copenhagen harbor meets the new Copenhagen harbor. I mean, you have a lot. All this part called Slusen, it's very new housing, very nice, small canals. Uh, like people call it the new the Copenhagen uh, Amsterdam because really cute with canals and people have kayaks and everything. But on Slusen, which is on Ama uh, the Ammar side of uh, Copenhagen, where we have our office, it is the the old harbor like with people still uh, build uh, their boats and uh, yeah with like there's a big boat uh, what's it called workshop or where i actually build uh houseboat as well and it's really like charming like because mm-hmm. it's really this row like all th- everything is just like we can imagine i was not living here 20 years ago but i could imagine it would it looked basically the same yeah i mean didn't change that much right mm-hmm. and we know a bit of like people who live there or work there those are some like hardcore Copenhageners that have been there forever, kind of. Mm. And it's really beautiful.
3: And it's a key point of the harbour because that's the opening uh, to the southern of Sealand. So if you're coming from, I don't know, Køy and you want to go to Copenhagen Harbour, you have to go through the Sluice or sail all the way around Amar. So it's also a nice spot to like uh, boat watching, um yeah yeah
2: very nice vibes people are it's also slow travel in a way because people would have to wait for the sluice to open and people are just having a cozy time every time we're there outside and it just it it there's just good vibes there and people are there are volunteers that open the sluice every day and um yeah there was and they are very happy to to do it still i mean back in the days the sluice had a very big, uh, like, uh, it was really important for, it was really important for Copenhagen Harbour, uh, now, because the big ships are not there anymore, it, it's not and everywhere that has to be transported around, but uh, still very, yeah, an important place for Copenhagen Harbour, definitely, yeah, and beautiful.
1: I think that's it. Cool. Thanks.
0: Når byen derinde får lysene på og arbejdsdagen så småt går i stå så jeg med sådan omkring klokken fem Jeg kører mig en tur langs med havnen Jeg må rundt og se hvad der sker Jeg kan ikke forklare nøjagtigt hvorfor Det er nærmest sådan bare (går) Ja, kunne det så sådan en slags indeklæmt længs ligesom en der har er siddet i fængsel og så pludselig mærker at nu er han fri som tænker jeg altid når den.